This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Marky Mark. Little Marky Mark to enter things into this Fireside Friday. I love it. Uh. I love it. Wild side, baby. Let's light this fire, Jacob. Let's get things crackalackin'. As in, like, the two of us do it together? All right, as fine. If, you light the fire. As if, as if it hasn't already been built and constructed. Can I ask you a question and, yeah, ab- about the fire? What's your method? Do you use miracle logs? Well, here's the thing, Do Tom, you use gasoline? I have been a lifelong fan of the show Survivor. Okay. And that's what that show is all about. It is, is the miracle log or? Is, no, constructing fire. So I don't need miracle logs. All I need is a little bit of flint, a nice little. Uh, you whittle the fires yourself? Tom, that's how they do it on the show. Oh my I, I god! I respect the show. I had Did no you watch idea. Watch this past week's episode. So you're creating with like a stick and a rock sparks to create this did fire. You not watch this past I did week's not. Episode? I'm not a Survivor fan. Come on, it's a great show. Wow, I'm really impressed that you created. It's this. so good, Tom, because now they're trying to make it so much more about the survival. So if you lose a challenge, you lose your flint, which is your easy method to make the fire. So it's yeah, isn't that awesome? Why is there a can of gasoline in the corner though? That's just if I if I can't it's oh, early backup you know, plan. It, okay. It's early. Like it's very early in the morning. I'm a little tired. Okay. We have a long day ahead of ourselves here. We have a ton of shows that we have to work on. So if I wasn't feeling it, it's just a little plan B action. Tough to keep your to sniff the gas or Oh, for the fire you mean. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry, never mind. Let's get into the NFL action this week. And let's start with the Thursday night football game uh, that it. just concluded. The Buccaneers handled the Eagles. Uh, score ended up becoming a lot closer than the game actually was. It was 28-7 to with 547 left in the third quarter. A couple Eagles touchdowns courtesy of Jalen Hurts' runs. And a two-point conversion made it 28-22. to Six-point ball game. Six-point win for the Buccaneers. Eagles with a backdoor cover. But like I said... That final touchdown that made it six points came with just 5.54 left in the fourth. and You weren't going to get Tampa the ball Tom back. Tampa Tom iced that thing right. out. So the Buccaneers moved to 5-1. and one. The Philadelphia Eagles, who have been a team that has battled this year. They've been a – they're 2-4. and four. They're not going to go anywhere as far as this season's concerned. You're saying the Eagles? Yeah, but they're not a, a, pull, a pushover kind of team. They're not no, a team that you just roll right over. And I was honestly impressed by the way that they came back against the Panthers on the road last week. Yeah. It, it, it was it – was, You'd think that would be a game that they It lose. wasn't like a huge deficit. I think the, the score at the time of which the comeback started was something like 14-3 to or 15-3, to something weird like that, and they ended up winning the game. So credit to them, but when you go up against a good team, it seems like they're the team to – to lose against those better teams every week. I think with the Eagles, a lot rides on how Jalen Hurts plays. You know, I think Jalen Hurts is a decent quarterback, and I think he could be good in the NFL. Uh, you tell me that every week. I feel like the jury's already out on him, though. Like I feel like I think it's just because it's Philadelphia. The team overall just isn't doing it's just, so hot. It just kind of felt like to me they never really bought into him as being the guy though they kind of just made him the guy because they had nowhere else to go well, what's the coach name nick soriano nick soriani or whatever yeah something like that he had said when they drafted him similar to what's going on in san francisco and what happened in chicago that he it wasn't a done deal when they took him and it was kind of odd too because at that point when jalen hurts was drafted 
it wasn't the draft it wasn't the crowded draft class that we had this past year right it was really just Tua and Jalen Hurts last year unless I'm oh and Joe Burrow and Herbert you're missing and a couple Herbert. big time okay well that's there, fair but, but Justin Herbert at the time we didn't think was going to be this big name that he now is no, he's the best one out of the class he's the best one by far um but it was just kind of odd that you spent that high uh high caliber draft pick or, or high capital draft second pick. round pick on Hertz. Was it really? Yeah. Oh. Do you think he was taken in the first yeah, round? Yeah, I, I did. You're very not up to stuff I'm on Jalen Hurts. I am not keeping up to date with my 2020 draft class for quarterbacks. It's still pretty good pick to invest in a quarterback with the, that number two pick. And, I, again, I just don't think that they really give him the confidence that he needs to go out there and be that starting quarterback. I just don't see that the team is really bought in around him. And he had a pretty bad game through the air against the the, the Buccaneers. 12 for 26, 115 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. He did rush for two touchdowns, though. Um, very mobile quarterback in Jalen Hurts. But I think he's a guy that if he comes to play, which he obviously did not in the passing game against the Buccaneers, I think the Eagles have a chance to beat almost anybody in the league. But... It's really all or nothing on Jalen Hurts, and he's not good enough yet to be that kind of a player. And I don't know if he'll ever reach that kind of a point where he's a Mahomes or a Herbert, where it's just he'll win you a game no matter what because he's just that good. Uh, I think you need a lot of help around him. I think that there's a future there for him if the Eagles build correctly. But again, I just think they've already kind of decided he's not going to be the guy, and they have a lot of draft picks coming up in this class. Uh, obviously, the Colts giving them a couple for Carson Wentz and some other trades they made. They'll probably pick a quarterback with one of those picks this year, especially if it's towards the probably. front half of the first round of the draft. So, Jalen Hurts might be one of those guys out there that you can kick the tires on if you're the Steelers. I'm just saying. You would like to go with? No, I'm just saying he's probably going to be out on the market sooner than he probably should be because I think the Eagles are going to pull the plug sooner than they should. It's possible. However, I think we, we've heard reports that Mike Tomlin, after Ben leaves or after Ben retires, he wants a veteran. Wants a veteran. That's certainly not what Jalen Hurts is. Mason Rudolph is, though. People keep saying that's Rodgers. People keep veteran. saying that's Jimmy G, but it could be Mason Rudolph. I mean, he's going to be five, six-year guy by the time he Yeah, I think, he, I think when you say veteran, you want a veteran with, with legitimate starting experience, though. Let's look at Sunday's slate of uh, games, and let's start in the 1 o'clock window because I think that's where the game of the week lives, that game with the highest sure. stakes. Uh, Ravens, Chargers. Chargers are number one in the AFC right now. Obviously, the Bills are uh, a part of this race, but these two teams really are battling for early control of that number one seed. Uh, the winner will ascend to that number one spot in the AFC, and... Ravens are at home. They're favored by two and a half points. I still think the Chargers are going to go in there and so win that I. football game. So I, I. I think that Justin Herbert. I don't think the Ravens defense is going to do a good enough job of containing Justin Herbert. And I think Mike the Chargers, Williams, def Chargers defense is good. I mean, Lamar Jackson's impossible to stop, but they I think they'll do a better job than the Ravens defense will I do. think the Chargers and Browns combined for, like, what, 1,100 yards on offense? Yeah, it was like the that most yards week. gained in a long time in an NFL game. I, I, I have a feeling that Lamar, especially after last week, after he proved he can throw the ball down the field effectively 
now he'll do it running. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I'm like, just saying he could do both. Right. I think, against LA. But he did it last week against the Colts. Watch now this week: 25 be, carries, right. 200 yards on the ground, or something absurd like that. I I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think that the Chargers just you know wire to wire go into Baltimore and win. I think it'll be trading blows like a heavyweight fight. This could be the game that Baltimore hangs in it somehow in a miraculous way, but they end up losing. Right? We've seen them edge out the Lions and, and yeah, they've been on the right side out, and barely beat out Kansas City and then come back against the Colts. I think this is going to be the time where they keep things interesting again, but it's not going to be a win for them at the end of the day. That's right. They've been on the right side of this equation way too much already this season. It's time for things to swing in the other direction. You know, things to kind of I mean, they're four Water always finds its level. They're four and one. They could easily be two and three this year. Easily could be two and three this year. Uh, could also be five and zero. Oh. I mean, that was a hell of a Raiders comeback from Derek Carr, and of course, different, Lamar different Jackson's fumble really yeah. cost them in that game. But I mean, first of all, he had a fumble against um, the Indianapolis Colts. What were they doing? He puts the ball on the ground. What were they doing, calling that a forward pass? Listen, Lamar. That's the biggest criticism about him. He'll fumble. He'll put the ball on the ground. I mean, he's not exactly the most careful with the football. It's just no, he's, he's you kinda, definitely not. You kind of never get to that criticism because all the things he does well takes up like a thou- uh, or uh, an hour of your time to talk about because he's just so phenomenal in every aspect. But that's the one thing that he, he can get a little loose with that thing when he's running. And Chargers are a ball-hawking defense, and they love to force that turnover. So... Wouldn't be surprised if you had to take a prop bet over under half point five fumbles for Lamar in this game. Mm-hmm. I might, I might hit that over. I think Lamar might cough the ball up once or maybe even twice in this one. But yeah, I think the Chargers go in there and continue to stay in that driver's seat as far as the AFC is concerned. I, I don't believe that they play the Bills this year in the regular season, which is tough because I'd love to see those two go at it. I think that would be the deciding factor for the number one seed, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Chargers stay in that driver's seat and get a nice win over the Ravens on the road and really As put themselves I. on the map. If they, if they beat the Ravens and they they move up to 5-1 and one and on the season they've beaten the Chiefs, the Browns, the Ravens, who am I forgetting, the Raiders, and... They lose to the Cowboys as their only loss, who's a good team. Who's a good team, but I forget their, their fifth win. Um... Oh, Washington, Washington football yeah. team. So, I mean, that's obviously the least impressive uh, for them. But still, the the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Browns, the Ravens in four consecutive weeks, that's oh, pretty impressive. Yeah. Oh, it's incredibly impressive. Uh, looking at the Packers and the Bears in the you 1 o'clock window. You want to go to the window, other AFC North matchup? We will, but that's in the 4 o'clock window. Oh, okay. So you just, okay. You just take your time, Jacob. I just made a fool of myself, huh? 1 o'clock window is what we're working through now. Uh, Packers-Bears, really the only other game of consequence that I see in this window. Um, Bears 3-2, and two, kind of a How surprising 3-2. and two. You know, like the Florida Bowl between the, the, the Dolphins and the Jaguars? The Florida Bowl that's in London. Exactly. Yeah, that sounds awful to me. I, I will. I'll be sleeping in on Sunday. Are the Jaguars gonna win their first game of the year? It's. It's. This is the one, right? I like this is the one. one that if they're gonna get one, this is it. Dolphins have been playing terribly under Jacoby Brissett, uh, but no, they won't win. The Jaguars okay. will lose because okay. they're the Jaguars. Okay. Packers Bears, oldest rivalry in football. Bears kind of a surprising three and two right now. I think they're kind of fraudish though. I. I agree. Smells like frauds around here. 
I think they're better than they were because of the switch to Fields instead of Dalton. But Rodgers it can't help himself but to go into Soldier Field and he just loves to do it. destroy the right? Bears in front of their he home loves fans. To do it. So I think the Packers moved to 5-1 and one without I any problem. And that pretty much already, it's early, but if they go to 5-1 and one and drop the Bears, who are in second place to 3-3, three and three, having a two-game lead on that division already, it's pretty much as good as done by week six. Also for the Bears, they don't have David Montgomery available to them, to them due to injury, and Damian Williams, the backup, just went on the COVID list. So they are now down to the third string running back who I have no idea. Who no it idea is. who it is either. Uh, Bengals, Lions. Bengals probably going to get the four and two, although like we said uh, in a previous episode, Lions aren't a sleeper. They're tricky. You know? And especially when you go into Detroit. Right. And we don't know if Joe Burrow can even talk with that throat contusion right I now. I think he's so. totally fine, isn't he? They said he's just not. He's playing. But right. they said he's just not allowed to talk. He's like on voice rest. So silent count against Detroit? I, I don't so. know. Uh, Texans line. You still right. expect Jamar Chase to have a 50-yard touchdown. Of course. Texans, Colts, blech. Terrible football game there. It means nothing. Colts uh, are going to win that game. I think so, too. It's and not going to mean anything. Maybe it inches them back somewhat, but it's not gonna they're on anything. life support anyway. Rams at Giants. Rams are going to slaughter the Giants Giants there. are without Barkley. They're without uh, Jones Kenny Jones most likely is not going to play. Working his way back from that concussion, so... Rams are going to slaughter them. Chiefs are going to be on a rampage against the Washington football team. Yeah, I mean, it's you would have thought that could have been a really interesting game. On the road for the Chiefs, a good offense versus a good defense. Well, we thought good defense. That's the what defense I'm saying. Terrible. Really, looking at this game in the preseason, you thought, okay, this could be a good game, a good offense versus defensive matchup. But that's just not the case. And finally, Vikings-Panthers uh, to wrap up the 1 o'clock window. Who do you got in this game? I, I feel like you're going Miami. Or Minnesota. Minnesota's a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road as a two-and-three team against the three-and-two team. I think Sam Darnold's been okay, but he's thrown six interceptions to six touchdowns, so he's a little reckless. Cousins, on the other hand, ten touchdowns to two interceptions. Well, first of all, Kirk Cousins has Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson available. To That's him. fine. You still don't throw interceptions, and he's not. And, I get that, but you're, you're, you have better options – Darnold may have to force it into some particular zones that... Why would you force it into lesser receivers, though? I don't know. Because you're not a good maybe, quarterback. Maybe, maybe not even that. Because you're, you're not, not a good quarterback. Forcing. That's it's the just, answer. It's because that your receivers are less than that the defenders are able to make a better play on the ball than your receivers. I think the Vikings would win this game, but they're the Vikings. So and the they're without Dalvin Cook again. The games they're supposed to win, they just never do. And this is a chance for them to get to 3-3. Three and three. They'll probably be tied to the Bears after this because they'll lose to the Packers, and they'll be in a good spot for the seventh seed in the NFC. Did, I think they're going to lose it. I think Stephon the Panthers Gilmore are going to win. play for the Panthers last week? He did. Okay. So maybe this is now he, he had a little buffer game the first week back with them. Maybe now he's entrenched. He's good to go. That defense is decent enough. Definitely makes up for the hole left by uh, the rookie. Um who was out with the broken foot for the year. J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn. Yeah, I think it was a good addition for the Panthers to make. And Juba Hubbard's been a fine replacement for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, he's been solid. Um, but they need Christian McCaffrey back. I mean, Yeah, I mean, that just, puts him over the top. There's just no replacing him. And again, I think Donald's throwing more interceptions because he doesn't have that safety valve to operate with. All right, moving into the 4 o'clock window, the game that you had uh, teased a little earlier, another AFC North uh, team participating in a huge game 
the undefeated Arizona Cardinals, 5-0, and only undefeated team left in the NFL, travel to the mistake by the lake to face off against the Cleveland Browns, who are 3-2, and desperately need a win. They have just been beaten down by one of the tougher starts to a season as far as their schedule is concerned. Uh, just playing good team after good team uh, and coming out with a bad result against the good teams that they've played so far. So we'll see how the Browns react to a 5-0 and Arizona team coming into town. Jacob, I kind of think that the Cardinals are going to drop one here. It kind of seems to me like this is a chance for the Browns to get that big signature win against a team uh, that has a very good record and is proving people that they're a contender for the NFC so far. I, I think the Browns get a nice home win here, get to 4-2, and two, knock the Cardinals off the unbeaten ranks, and the uh, 72 Dolphins pop champagne after this one. I, I think that's going to happen. I don't agree with you. You think the Cardinals go 6-0? and I think the Cardinals can go 6-0 and because if the – if the Chargers can put up, what, 500-plus yards in the Browns' defense, what are the Arizona Cardinals capable of doing, right? Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And I, I don't expect Baker Mayfield to be able to keep up with the Arizona offense. I don't think so either, although Baker kept up with the Herbert and Chargers offense last week. But I think it's a fool's uh, you're being a fool if you think Baker can do that back-to-back weeks. Mm-hmm. I think Baker has those lightning-in-a-bottle performances like he did against the Chargers, and it's it's beautiful that he had a loss in one of those performances. I mean, one of his best games in a long time, and he and <laughs> comes gonna, away with a loss. Pull out the win, but I don't. I kind of lean towards. I don't think Baker can light up this Cardinals defense either. Uh, he doesn't really string together those hot performances like you'd hope he would if you're a Cleveland Browns fan. So I get where you're coming from that, yeah, it's not exactly a, a lock, but I, I feel a little bit confident that the the Browns' running attack can really keep the Cardinals off balance, keep that offense off the field, and come away with a big win. It's going to be really close, though. It's going to be an exciting game. I expect it to be and it's just a matter of can Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt keep it interesting I don't think it's going to be as reliant on Baker Mayfield obviously if they're playing down you gotta air it out but it's how much can Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb really do for this offense to keep up with that's the huge key get up early like if you win that coin toss I take the ball and I try to put up seven points immediately Mm -hmm. because yeah you don't want to play catch up against this Arizona Cardinals team and even though I think that the running game is the way that the Browns win, Cardinals are going to score twenty points at least, right? I know they didn't. I know they didn't get to twenty. They didn't get to twenty last week against the Niners in their win, but, but the two Niners weeks in a row, defense, two weeks in a row, getting to not not getting to twenty at least. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most prolific offenses in football. Uh, other four o'clock games, only three of them uh, this Sunday: Broncos and Raiders. Both teams are three and two, so one of them is going to have to go to four and two. Raiders are just in absolute disarray right now. I don't see how they win a football game, especially on the road. I don't – yeah. On the road, Who's their head coach? I mean, Do you know? Yeah, it's their special teams coach who's been promoted yeah, to now their interim head coach. I can't imagine. I only know that because I was in the room with the TV on when they were doing their press conferences about it. If I wasn't, I would have no idea. I can't imagine how this week of practice was like. 
Do you think they talked about the Broncos at all? I was all? gonna say, do you think they even like really ran a real practice? Like, did they even like maybe today or Thursday, the first day that they actually started to focus on the Broncos? But like, I, I see the Broncos coming off of two straight losses, even though you know they're the not Raiders the best team. There's straight. a ton of stability in Denver. The Raiders also coming off of two straight losses with no I, stability. I don't. That's the thing is that I see the Broncos looking at this as a bounce back game because they lost to two good teams, the Steelers and the Ravens. The Raiders are in a free fall right now. Yes. I see a third loss coming without question. And the final 4 o'clock game before we get to Monday Night Football, Cowboys-Patriots. Uh, a couple years ago, this would be one that you circle as the game of the week, but the Patriots have been underwhelming, almost losing to the Davis Mills Texans last week, but they did come back and get the victory uh, and snap their losing streak. Now they welcome the Dallas Cowboys into Gillette Stadium, who have just been an absolute dynamo since the season started. Even in their loss to the Buccaneers, they put up 29 points and looked really well in that game. Mm-hmm. One of the better offenses in football, and I know Belichick prides himself on that Patriot defense. They stymied the Buccaneers just a couple weeks ago on Sunday Night Football. I think the Cowboys go in there and put up some points, and I, I think they handle this game pretty easily. I agree, too. I what Cowboys sneaky just showing up as a Super Bowl contender out of nowhere? I mean, they lo- NFC East is on lock, but if they keep winning these games, Jacob, we got no choice but to put I them mean, up first there. of all, they're four and one right now. Right, they're gonna win they're gonna against, be five and they're one. Gonna, they're gonna beat the Patriots, and they still have however many games left against division opponents. They're I expect them to sweep the NFC East. They they absolutely should set their eyes on sweeping the NFC East this year. They should get 11 wins. No question yeah. about that. If they're going to have five after this week, they should be at 11 when the season ends. Do you want to go through that minimum. real quick? The Cowboys? Since we have time, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so they're going to get they're going to win on the It has nothing to do with on the road, right? That that doesn't intimidate you at all. Picking for this game, right? Jesus, I'm looking at their schedule. They have a really easy schedule, okay, man. Okay, so they have the Vikings on the road. I think they can win that game. Broncos at home. Falcons at home. Chiefs on the road. That's going to be tough. It's tough, but I think it's winnable because they're going to they're going to score well, a lot well, of points. That's a, po- that's a great point. We just saw the Bills do it. Yeah. In uh, Kansas City, nonetheless. Right. Um, Raiders at home. That's a win. Saints on the road. Tricky game there. Maybe Washington on the road. You can win. Giants on the road. You can win. Washington at home. You can win. Cardinals at, at home. home. That'll be a good game. That'll be a that'll be a sl- uh, a shootout for sure. And then Eagles on the road. Or yeah, Eagles on the road. So I think there's two losable games on that stretch: the Chiefs and the Cardinals. Everything else, I think the Cowboys will be favored in. Probably, because the Saints you don't really tr- you don't really trust. Schedule sets up for them to just sneak that one seed out of nowhere because everybody else is beating up on it's, everybody it's else. It's going to be very easy for them to do it. Cowboys team to keep an eye on. I think NFC East is already on lock, though. I think Absolutely. That's, that's already clinched for them. I mean, we just saw the Eagles lose last night. The Washington football team plays, uh, we said. Uh, they got smoked by the Saints last week. Right, but they now play Now they play week. against the Chiefs. The Chiefs, so right. Get smoked we said again. it could have been a good game. And Dallas, or the Giants the are Giants without are just, everyone. The Giants are the worst, I think, of the entire division. Right. So. Which is weird because they were in second place last year. Yeah, yeah. Second place with like a what a, f- uh, a five and eleven record, six and ten record. Well, the Sunday night game, as you all know, is Steelers and Seahawks. So skip ahead to Monday night football. Big matchup here in the AFC: the Bills and the Titans. The Titans beat the Bills last season. Uh, Different now teams. Th- now they get the Bills at home. Is AJ Brown going to be playing? Uh, is Julio Jones going to be playing? I'm not sure about that. Josh Norman will not be playing for the Bills because he's not there. He got stiff armed into good, yeah, oblivion last year. Probably a good thing for Josh Norman because that was 
among many other plays, the one play that really stuck out to you for if Derrick you, Henry's 2,000 yard season, just destroying him. If you don't know what play we're talking about, watch pregame on Monday Night Football because I guarantee <laughs> they're going to show it about 25, 25 times. times. They'll probably show it during the game at some point as well. Bills are five and a half point favorites on the road. I, I think, think they cover. Here's the thing. <sighs> No, I'm think, saying that Bills score. They'll, no, they'll I know what you by. mean, okay, okay. but uh, see, I think the Titans might cover this one. Just really? Because I don't know. How many times can what, you blow? You think, you think the Titans can keep up with Josh Allen? I do not. How many times can you blow out teams in the NFL week after week after week after week? It just doesn't happen. Teams are going to – this is the NFL, Okay, but look sir. at the Chiefs. The Chiefs the past couple of years have been doing it. <sighs> But Here's, they've still oh had those. My gosh. They've had you, those close you games just top up. About the Dallas Cowboys having an easy schedule, after the Titans, the Dolphins at home, the Jaguars on the road, the Jets on the road, the Colts at home, the Saints on the road, the Pats at home. All those are going to be wins until they go to Tampa Bay and beat the Buccaneers on the road. On the road, that's it. They might they run. Have the Panthers at home, the Patriots again, the Falcons and the Jets. They might run the table. I think they might. No, they won't because the Buccaneers will lose. I, why? Why do you say that? Because the Buccaneers have a decent enough defense, and it's in Tampa. It's possible. It's possible. I'm not putting it past the Bills being favored in that game, though, especially if they've won every single game up to There's that There's only point. one game on that schedule where I see that they could lose, and it's the Buccaneers. I think they could lose to the Titans. I don't. I think they could lose to the Titans. I, I don't I, think they will. I, I do not. I don't think they have the defense to slow down Josh Allen. I don't think they have the offense, whatever is available to them, to keep up with Josh Allen. All right, let's get to our triple play of the week. Last trip, week, Jacob, trip. you went three and zero. Whoa! So you were at five and seven before that. You're now at eight and seven. I didn't know I went three and zero. So congratulations, you're finally at a winning record, eight and seven on the season. I went one and two. Wow. One of my worst. Am I weeks. catching up? My record fell to a lousy ten and five on the season. So I'm so. only two games back. Yeah, only two Not games bad. back. Starting to get a little momentum. You know what? Since you went 3-0, I'll let you pick first again this Again? Week. Yeah. Okay, first one's going to be a shocker. I'm going Jaguars plus three. Wow. Yeah. Wow, That's, wow, wow. I said that I'm is a hold some, your breath, hold your nose I'm moment gonna right there. I'm going to throw some spice in there. I think this is the one week where the Jaguars can get a win. They've kept things interesting enough, and I don't think the Dolphins are – any good with Jacoby Brissett. So I'm going Jaguars plus three. I'm also going to go another upset here. Panthers plus two and a half. Mm. I, I think it's, if not a win for the Panthers, they'll keep it closer than that. And I'll also go Cardinals plus three and a half. Like the Cardinals I getting like the some Cardinals, points. Yeah. Anytime you can get an undefeated team with points, I think that's a pretty smart bet. Uh, three and a half was the total for Cardinals? Yes. I could see them losing by a field goal yeah. and you covering that spread. Uh -huh. So I think that's a really smart pick. So you got the Jags plus three, the Cardinals plus three and a half, and the Panthers plus, plus two, two and a half. half. Taking the points, Jacob. I love it. All right, I'm going to start in Gillette Stadium. I'm going to take the Cowboys minus three. See, this is why, this is why I'm two games back. Because I take the underdogs. And you always take the favorites. So what? It's my picks. I take the harder games. Fine, yeah. You, you I didn't put a gun to your head and say pick no, the harder I just games. I, I like to this throw is your some own spice you're hoisting there. yourself on your own petard here. All Don't right, get right. mad at me because right, of you right. picking bad games. Cowboys minus three. Come on. They're gonna win by more than a field goal in New England. I think they win by at least a touchdown. Are you also taking the Bills? 
No, I'm taking the Lions plus three and a half mm. at home against the Bengals. Wow! If the Bengals win that game, it's by a field goal, and I don't know if the Lions don't get that first win this week. To be quite honest with you, so wow! No faith in the Bengals. I think the Lions are better than zero and five, and I think the Bengals are going on the road, and you win by a field goal on the road in that they kind of a game. Lost to the Packers by a field goal. You think they're going to lose by a field goal to the Lions? I mean, the Ravens only beat them by a point. Because the Ravens are, I think, a much more fraudulent four and one team than the Bengals are a three and two team. No, incorrect. There's nothing fraudulent about the Ravens. What is fraudulent about the if Ravens? They lose. They, it, it requires a 66 yard field goal to beat the Lions, and then you have this crazy comeback against the Colts. It just doesn't add up. Oh yeah, they stink. I don't know why anybody would ever buy into the Ravens and that Lamar Jackson guy. He's a terrible quarterback. Uh, and finally, Packers. Minus five and a half. They're going to smoke the Bears. They're just going to smoke the Bears. I'm not going to be defending. I'm not going to feel the need to defend myself on thinking that the <laughs> Packers are going to smoke the Bears by more than five and a half points. It's going to happen. Cowboys minus three. Lions plus three and a half. Packers minus five and a half are my triple play picks. Prediction time for Steelers and Seattle this Sunday at Heinz Field. I think it's going to be a higher scoring game than a lot of Steelers Nation is used to. I think the Steelers set their High point as far as points are concerned in an as an offense this season. The defense is abysmal for the Seattle Seahawks. I got the Steelers winning this football game, thirty-four to twenty. Wow, I'm not. I'm gonna say they tie their season uh, output for scoring. I I have them at twenty-seven points. I just feel like yes, they're going to put up a lot of points, but they're going to be smart about it. They're going to run the ball a lot. So. It's not going to always lead to touchdowns, but it's going to lead to a lot of time ran down on the clock, so you won't have that much time to put up that many points. I have the Steelers winning this one 27-10. 27-10, so covering comfortably in both of our scenarios mm -hmm. if you're a Pittsburgh Steeler fan and want to put a little cheddar cheese on your black and gold to get to 3-3. Three and three. I'll do it for this episode of the Steelers Standard. We will be back again with you next week, breaking down Seattle, uh, hopefully, victory by your Pittsburgh Steelers. They need to get to 3-3. Three and three, Sets them up nicely coming out of the bye week. For Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Opperman. Thanks, as always, for giving us a listen. Enjoy Steelers football this Sunday, and let's hope that the black and gold can get to 3-3 three and three heading into that bye.